0: Welcome back to the Sanctity Space Podcast. I'm Maria. And I'm Alejandro. And in today's episode, I kind of wanted to talk about taking care of yourself in the midst of being stressed out or in, you know, really stressful times or things that you're kind of doing at the moment. I guess to relate it back to myself, I've been really busy with school and with, my club that I have, and with trying to keep up with friends during the weekends, and right now, it just feels like I don't have a lot of time for myself and I think you know, I think I even told Alejandro today, mm. I was like, "I feel drained, you know, yeah. I feel like my body was gonna you know give out on me because I haven't been sleeping a lot, I haven't been eating the healthiest, and I haven't really been working out, and I think those are three things. like the three pillars, you know?
1: (laughs) Of, like, a healthy life.
0: Yeah, of being able to get things done and being able to, like, keep going, you know? Because to me, it's... I mean, it does matter how much I have on my plate, but I think what matters more is what I'm doing to recharge. Yeah. So I can handle those things that I'm doing, and those things that are on my plate don't seem as much when I'm taking care of myself. Yeah. And I think that's something that has really been hitting me, you know, because... I think, in general, this week hasn't been as hard, like, work-wise. But because I've been drained from the past week, you know, because I've been looking for jobs and internships, and that was really draining. And I think because of that, I've been...
1: Like, unable to recharge.
0: Yeah. I haven't had time to recharge, you know. And so I think this episode i just kind of wanted to talk a little bit more about how to recharge and how to like not feel guilty about taking these breaks and resting and stuff because i know that was a huge thing for me feeling guilty about when i fell asleep or taking naps in the afternoon and yeah Yeah,
1: it's like sometimes it's really hard to make time and space for things that aren't just what you want to get done Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes those are, like, those things that you're ignoring are the thing that are going to help you get what you need done, done.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I know before, I was always like, I don't want to take a nap because, first of all, it's going to mess up my sleeping schedule. And also, it's, I have so much stuff to do. If I take a nap, like, I won't get those things done. But because I was so tired, I wouldn't put my 100% into what I was doing or it just, I would end up doing something else because I was just too tired. And I would have gotten it done. Like, if I had taken a nap, I would have still gotten it done. I would have been more recharged and more willing to do it. Right. You know, I wouldn't have dreaded it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's something that's really important, not feeling guilty about needing that time to take a nap. Mm -hmm. You know. And then waking up and also, like, not feeling guilty about it. Like, right now, I just took a nap. Because even though I do still have stuff to do, it's not like, you know, it's not like things just stop whenever you sleep. But I had to kind of put that stop myself because I'm like, I really need this. I can really tell that my body needs this. I also, I had a salad for the first time in like three days. (laughs) So I think that was also, I've been just trying to nourish my body today, even though I have all this stuff that I still have to get done. I'm like in order to get these, done, these things done right and mm-hmm. to be able to continue doing these things that I want to do and be excited for them, I need to take care of myself. Right. So in, I think In many that's ways,
1: sorry, I didn't want to cut you off, but like in many ways, I was just thinking about this. The impressive thing isn't when people do a lot and achieve a lot. It's whenever they're doing those things and they're still taking care of their body well while getting those achievements. That's like truly hard
0: yeah yeah because i think we lose ourselves in the moment Mm -hmm. you know and i think oftentimes like people are praised for not taking care of their bodies right like i don't know i had a professor one time that was like you know you have to get your homework done like if you have to sleep less or if you have to like you know do this (laughs) like you have to sacrifice to like Get it done on time, basically. Right. When it's like... And at the moment, I thought that was inspiring. But now looking back, I'm like, I don't think you should be compromising your health for a grade or for an assignment. You know, you have to really weigh... Right. Like, what is really at hand. Right. Or what is really... Like, obviously, if you can rest later, like, get that thing done and then rest. mm -hmm. But I know for me it's It's not like I ever will have time later. Yeah. It's like, okay, right now I have something, and in 20 minutes, like I'm going to have something else. It's not like I have. It's And it's up to me to be like, okay, I'm going to take this time, even though technically, like, I don't have it.
1: Exactly. So
0: it's like making time.
1: Yeah, because I remember, and I kind of grew up this way, so it's kind of weird to experience something different, but when you're growing up in school, like, you have one or two homeworks, or you have something that's very limited. Like, when, once you finish it, then you have time, you know? So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, in your mind, it makes sense to say, well, I'll finish this, and I'll, get, I'll do whatever I need for myself later, right? But I've noticed that once you grow as an adult, like, the things that you need to do don't just stop, as yeah. you said, right? Like, yeah, there could always be, you know, sometimes, I, let's say I somehow finished the entire homework for the week, right? And I have, let's say, the weekend, hey, guess what? I can still work on next week's homework. Get ahead. I can start looking more for jobs because maybe I don't have the best resume. Or maybe I have a current job. Maybe I can... You know what I mean? Yeah. There's... You can always do something, quote-unquote, more productive in your time. Um, But sometimes the right choice is the one that doesn't necessarily seem like it pushes you forward. Like, sleeping. Like, hey, uh, instead of going for convenience and eating fast food because it's faster... I'm going to stop and eat a salad. You know what I mean? And talk with a friend.
0: Yeah. Like, things that nourish you. Right. And I think, also, that's, like, the physical aspect of it. And then you also have, like, your spiritual needs. And your, you know, you're hanging out with friends and stuff. Like, I think that's also a part of it. Yeah. You know, so, I guess right now I'm specifically talking about physical stuff. But I know, like... Like you said, whenever you go to church, you feel very, like, filled up and recharged. Yeah. And, you know, whenever I hang out with my friends or... Like, we went to this club at the library the other other day. It's called Yarnies. It's for crocheting and knitting and...
1: Cross-stitching.
0: (laughs) Cross-stitching, yeah, which is a hobby that I picked up, actually, last semester. And I actually got him into it, but... (laughs) You know, we hadn't had time to be able to do things that we really, you know, outside of school, that we really wanted to put our time into. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, we have things that we enjoy in school, but I think this was a really nice out-of-school thing that we could do. Yeah. And we got to meet some really amazing ladies, actually. Yeah. And And they actually took the time to teach us some crocheting patterns, and mm -hmm. it just... It really filled me up and even though, you know, I could've spent that time doing homework, even though I could have been getting forward in other stuff, I think that was something that I really needed.
1: Yeah, like those two hours like gave me I don't I I can't even explain it very well yet, but they gave me the feel, the energy, the excitement, um, in a way for next week, like whenever they meet again and you know because I'm so excited to meet them again I'm like well I want to make a time to make sure I can meet them again or see them again you know what I mean yeah like, that's just me trying to rationalize it or like try to give an image of how it filled me up and how that experience itself has made me be able to do more homework instead of getting me back quote unquote two hours you know what I
0: mean
1: yeah Um, and I think it's important as you said the guilt aspect because I I know not everyone's family was the same but I kind of grew up In a home where, like, you know, if I was playing video games and I still had homework left, like, that wasn't, you know, that wasn't necessarily something positive. Now, obviously, we need to be responsible. I can't just play all video games all the time or something like that. But I think we grew up with this mindset where we have to feel guilty when we're doing the things we enjoy versus doing something that's, quote, unquote, productive, you know? And, like, I'm never rewarded or congratulated by anybody ever for taking time to myself and playing a video game. Nah, that's not truly true because lately me and like Maria has like, you know, encouraged me to spend time with myself and, you know, she has helped me be okay with setting that time for myself. But it's really hard because not everyone has a beautiful person like Maria by their side. And so I think we grow up with this innate guilt like planted inside of us, whether it's by teachers, parents, motivational speakers, even society, you know, like yeah. We, we learn how to despise our hobbies. And it's, it's really funny. I read this article the other day about this person saying, like, millennials don't have hobbies, right? And I thought it was such, like, something was off about it. And now that we're talking about this, like, it's kind of like, you know, the previous generations before them and the generations before us, like, we all keep parroting the same bad advice to each other you know, of, like, this grind set, and then we criticize each other when we're struggling with real life, as in, like, you know, how to have identity, how to have purpose, you know, but we're not really planting any good seeds, I guess, or, yeah, sorry, that was a small tangent, but, yeah, just to connect it back, it's so important to remember that recharging it yourself won't just happen automatically, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. You have to make time for it. And also, like you said, sorry to go back to something that you said previously, it's it's not like, oh, once I finish all of this, then I can do, then I can take care of myself. Right. Which is how I used to live. You know, I'm very much like, okay, step two after step one. Right. When life really isn't like that, it's, it's more of a, you can still do this thing even though you have so much more to do. You mm-hmm. know, it's not like it comes before this or after this. Yeah it's you kind of have to just fit it in whenever you really need it yeah or like yeah like to recharge and stuff kind of like i was saying the nap that i took earlier Mm -hmm. you know i have to record this podcast and i have to edit it and i have to do homework and i have a quiz tomorrow but you know what i was like in order to be able to do these things successfully and to do them right i have to sleep yeah (laughs) and so i took like a four hour nap i was so exhausted because we've just been like go 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 for the past three weeks honestly yeah which is not it's not bad I like being busy but I also need time to recharge
1: yeah and for me personally I actually struggled a lot last week not just because I was really busy but emotionally I conveyed to Maria that I felt empty you know and that affected my relationship with her my relationship with friends my work ethic um you know, I thought I was getting a lot of stuff done and then comes Sunday and guess what? I don't have a lot of stuff done. I mean, I, I got to give credit to myself. I did things, but I wasn't doing as much as I convinced myself that, that I was doing, you know? So yeah. I was sacrificing sleep. I was sacrificing relationship. I was sacrificing a lot for really something that I could have done better if I had just, for me personally, gone to church or maybe not had five hours of sleep every night. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it's... You know we we sometimes rationalize our decisions to make it seem like honorable and like badass at least that I would do that, but yeah. you know what? I got more out of those two hours with those ladies than I did you know with a five hours working straight on this one lap, you know yeah,
0: and also, I know it's kind of like sort of a competition to see who can get the least amount of sleep. I don't know, it sort of seems yeah. like that sometimes. People will be like, oh, I only slept five hours, and the other person's like, oh, well, I only slept four. Almost as if it's, like, a competition, <laughs> and, like, like you're competing to sleep less. Yeah, it's like, like who can be
1: more miserable?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, we're competing against who can treat our bodies worse. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, and that ties into the culture of it, you know? Into the culture of this, like, hustle mentality that we have. of, You know, like, these gurus, these, like like you said, mentors or people that are on YouTube that are like, oh yeah, I wake up at five and I grind all day and then I, I go eat to nothing bed. nothing
1: but hard-boiled eggs.
0: Yeah, then I sleep at like one in the morning and then I repeat <laughs> it. It's like, that is not sustainable, you yeah. know? At least for like me, I know. I need at least nine hours of sleep a night. Yeah. Especially, I sleep more than the average human being. <laughs> <Like,
1: laughs> no shame.
0: No shame, yeah. Like I know for me to be like well rested i need at least like five like not five nine hours of sleep (laughs) a night and also i need to eat right and i need to but i also need to allow myself to eat like small treats that i like it's not like i need to eat good all the time because then i'll also be miserable yeah it's finding that good balance and being able to recharge and feel like you can get stuff done
1: yeah and for me it looks very similar like i convince myself that i can sleep five hours a night and still do things and guess what i i do things but what i'm not thinking about is the debt i'm I'm getting you know like there's sleep debt there's emotional debt there's a lot of debt that i'm basically taking out from my personal bank of my my mental health right and then a week later i'm wondering why i'm struggling with all this why you know even with more sleep i am not feeling nourished or something like that and yeah. it's really, like, the habit that you're building on how you treat your body, I think, is one of the biggest things that we're talking about today. Like, we're not just saying do what makes you happy, which is, you know, that's obviously important. But we're saying, what habit are you getting into? Are you getting in the habit of taking that side of yourself and then, you know, having to pay them back later with force, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, we have to be really mindful about what we're actually doing to our bodies, not just what we think we're, you know, how badass we think we are.
0: Yeah. And also today I felt very overwhelmed. It's not that there was more going on than there usually was. It was how we're talking about everything. I'm not recharging myself and that's why everything felt like a lot. When, yeah. when I am recharged, it doesn't ever feel like that. Yeah. So I think I really noticed that today Um, Like, the toll that it was taking on my body and on my mind. And something that we actually learned in ethics is mindful walking. And I remember, usually Alejandro waits for me outside of my class. Mm -hmm. Or he waits for me, like, in the library or something. And today I was like, you know what, like, I need to be outside. So I did some mindful walking to the car because I needed to be around nature and basically mindful walking is being in the present moment and being aware of every step that you take Mm
1: -hmm. you know it's
0: sort of like mindfulness but that you can practice while you're walking yeah so i think that was something that really helped me center myself and not spiral because you know i i try to practice mindfulness but sometimes i don't have time to make
1: yeah like the mindful decision
0: Yeah, to be able to just, like, be mindful. But I think the best thing about this practice is you can do it everywhere. Like, you can, like, walk and be mindful. And I think that was something that really clicked for me because I thought it was, like, oh, you had to, like, sit and, like, look at something and, like, be mindful about it. But it's, like, no, you can literally do this while you're walking. Right. You know, you can do this while you're, like, basically doing anything. You can be mindfully eating. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, which is also something I've been trying to practice mindfully eating not doing homework while I'm eating and stuff so I can really be aware of the present moment yeah but yeah so today that was something that I practiced and something that really helped me maybe it might help someone else I'm also making this podcast in case I later run into the same problem again and (laughs) I have to refer back to these right these lessons that I'm learning because I think life is life throws the same curveball at you until you learn the lesson (laughs) right and I don't think I've fully learned Um, because I am in this position so I know it will probably show up again but hopefully I'll be better equipped to deal with it
1: yeah and I guess my last thing um something that you reminded me of about the mindful walking um is about surrendering to the moment um and what I mean by that is that we don't always have to be I guess in charge And I don't necessarily mean like oh yeah put yourself in situations where you have absolutely no control, but I think what I'm trying to say is this hustle mentality goes so deep that it even infiltrates our hobbies, our times of recharging, right? Like for me, I personally get recharged by you know being in my faith community um, and stuff like that, and a big part of that is surrendering to the moment. Um, For me, it there's a few different things that go into it, but I think the way that everybody, something that everybody can take from what I've learned is that we don't always have to do to be recharged. You know what I mean? Like, we have to make sure we set, a time, set the time aside, but I, I remember whenever I was really burnt out and I was hanging out, um, the time that you mentioned when I was going to this practice at this church um this person was talking to me and i I was like dude i'm not gonna lie i am burnt out i have nothing left you know and then he was telling me something i'm like oh you know you're right i I have to do better and he tells me no you don't have to do better just surrender you know personally he was talking in in a you know in a religious sense or i guess in a faith sense but i think what everybody can take from that is that sometimes you just have to surrender to the moment like, when you're feeling sleepy, surrender to that. Take a nap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes the things that we're trying just won't look like the work that we're trying to do. And society so often places a negative connotation on surrendering. Like, oh, you're not strong. Oh, you've, you know, you've let somebody else have, you know, there's a lot of these things. Um, yeah. And obviously there's things that we shouldn't surrender to, but there are things that the whole reason why we recharge is because we surrendered because we let go of control for that one specific thing. And I guess that's what mindfulness kind of reminded me of, you know, yeah. when you're being mindful, you're not, you might be taking apart something, but not by, you know, actively trying to make it a task of or work, you know, you're, you're surrendering to the moment under, you know, looking at the color green and just letting that start whatever thought it does in your mind and you don't stop yeah. it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I've honestly also been trying to be mindful in the car because for me, it's really hard being in the car for long periods of time Mm -hmm. because I'm very task-oriented. I'm like, I want to get from A to B Mm
1: -hmm.
0: as fast as possible, as most efficient as possible. You know, (laughs) I think like that in my everyday life. Me too. I'm
1: like an engineer in my head.
0: Yeah. I'm like trying to be as most, like the most efficient (laughs) I can be. But I've really been trying to, like you said, like be mindful about, you know, being in the car and just enjoying being with someone that I love in the car listening to music or maybe just resting or maybe just looking out and seeing everyone not really like analyzing anything because there was also a time I was looking at and I was like oh I wonder how like the other driver is driving and I wonder like what's going on over there but instead being mindful and being like oh like the, looking at the trees and, like, said the color green and noticing these things, you know? Yeah. And I've been a lot more perceptive and a lot more able to notice things that I didn't notice before. Yeah. And so... And also, like, not being on my phone while I'm in the car, because sometimes I can think of the car as being like, oh, I have some time that I... to kind of get some things done on my phone. You, know, yeah. like, check emails or check my work um, or reply to people, because I don't really... Um, you, it feels like I'm already there, mm-hmm. so I might as well do something productive. Right. It's not like I can just go somewhere else. Yeah. But I've been trying to really stay off my phone, and be mindfully in the car.
1: Yeah, and that's beautiful because after doing a lot of these things, you realize that hey, wait a minute, I don't dislike life, you know? Yeah. Um, I I found myself whenever. Whenever I try to run myself completely off of the high of completing a task, which feels great, by the way, but if that's the only thing I have to enjoy my day, then I just start hating life, honestly. I've realized that whenever I try to make achievement be the only way that I can, you know, live and enjoy myself, then I'm a slave to it, you know? Yeah. And so it's extremely important to remember that i guess yeah that like achievement you know the the high from one thing can't drive you single-handedly yeah Yeah. or your goals yeah sometimes you're oh my gosh there was a we watched this show called avid elementary it's a great show it's on hbo or oh yeah yeah and there's a there's this quote that really resonated with me um and it, it was this janitor right and everyone thought he had been a lifelong janitor but no he had many jobs even a personal inspector and something he told somebody else is that goals can sometimes be distractions as much as destinations yeah and i think that's something that we have to remind ourselves sometimes that the goal we have for ourselves you know it could be a very honorable goal it could be amazing but it also might be distracting us from something else we might need even more
0: yeah okay so now into our book recommendations I've been trying to get into reading more fiction books lately because for a while I was reading a bunch of non-fiction books but I've actually really been enjoying this book called it's kind of a funny story by Ned Vizzini and it's a very relatable book for me and he tells it in a really great way and portrays a lot of real world issues. So I think I've that's kind of my outlet right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's kinda of cool because um in many ways you reading this book represents a lot of what we just talked about in this talk and this episode. Yeah. Um for me, uh I haven't been able to read as much, but I've been reading this uh nonfiction book, but it's kind of like a cool story. It's called Cuckoo's Egg. Now, it's a cybersecurity story, so it's not for everybody, but it's really cool if you're looking to understand what computer espionage kind of looks like.
0: Yeah. Thank you for listening to our podcast.
1: Space Space out. out!